Cześć Orzełki, tu Viola i Marcin. Uczymy się angielskiego poprzez naturalną konwersację i słuchanie. Jeśli chcielibyście czytać w trakcie słuchania, zapraszamy na stronę naturalnyangielski.com, gdzie znajdziecie transkrypcję i tłumaczenia wszystkich odcinków. Do you know what I like to do on the weekends? No, what? See my friends. And see my brother, of course. In the last episode, I discussed how spending time with people you like to be around improves your mood, which is good for your mental health. Everyone likes to have fun, so let's talk about how we go about making plans in English and practice phrases you would use when going out. Let's start with setting up plans. Let's pretend I'm talking to a friend in person or texting them. I would most likely start with, what are you doing this weekend? Or, do you have any plans for the weekend? What if your friend says, no, not really, or no, not yet? How would you follow up? Well, it depends on what kinds of plans I'm trying to make. I could say, do you want to grab drinks or a bite on Saturday? Or, want to do brunch on Sunday? Or, even if you don't have a plan yet, you could say, would you want to do something? And you could follow it up with, there's a new restaurant that just opened in my neighborhood that I've been meaning to try. Wanna go? Or, I was thinking of maybe taking a drive to a winery on Friday, since the weather will be nice that day. What do you think? Another natural way to start that conversation is by asking, are you around this weekend? Or will you be around this weekend? Which just means you're asking if that person will be available. Hey, we're going to grab a drink after work tomorrow. If you're around, come join us. Sometimes you may find yourself in a situation where you'd like to make plans for later the same day. Hey, I know this is very last minute, but a bunch of us are going to a concert tonight. Do you want to come with us? So here I said, do you want to come? And that's correct, of course, but most often I use the word would instead. Would you want to go out tonight? Sounds like you're feeling out the vibe. It almost sounds like you're asking if that person is in the mood or you're giving that person a chance to think about it. Like, is this something you see yourself doing? When you say, do you want to go out tonight, it feels like the person has to answer immediately, yes or no. Do you want to go? Yes or no. Or, would you want to go? Let me know. When you're going somewhere and you ask your friend, do you want to come with me or with us? There is a slightly more casual version I often use, which is, Do you want to come with? Ending with with isn't exactly correct, but okay to use with friends. We're going to grab a coffee. Do you want to come with? 
So, how do we answer these questions? Well, if your friend can't make it, he or she could say, I can't. I have a family thing I have to go to. Or, I wish I could, but I already made plans with my sister. Or, I can't. I'm working this weekend. Sometimes it's a maybe. What time is everyone meeting up? Maybe I can meet you at the restaurant after I'm done with work. Or, I already have plans, but I'll let you know if anything changes. If it's a yes, then it could be something like, yes, count me in. Or, yes, I'm in. And that would be fun. When my friend texted me earlier this week and said, want to come over on Thursday and maybe we can order in? I said, yes, I'll be there. But I also could have said, yes, that sounds like fun. Can't wait. What would happen if someone else wanted to tag along? What if you have a sister who would like to join the plans you're making with your friends? Most likely, you'd say to your friend, My annoying little sister wants to come too. No, you'd say, Would you mind if I brought my sister? She and I had originally made plans to hang out, but now I don't want to leave her home alone. Then we set up the plan, which is the easy part. Naturally, first you'd decide on a meeting place and time. Want to meet at the bar at 8? Yep, sounds good. Sometimes your plans are still up in the air. In that case, you may say, let's meet at the taco place, eat something, and then we'll see how we feel and go from there. Great. Just a little side note, I use sounds good as an answer to almost everything. Doesn't matter if I'm at work, with my friends, or at home. Hey, I'm going to make some food. Sounds good. I will work on this project tomorrow. Sounds good. I'm going to do my laundry and then walk my dog. Sounds good. Pretty much anytime I want to say, okay, cool, or okay, got it, I say, sounds good. Going back to setting a time, if you're set on leaving at an exact time as a group versus meeting up somewhere later, you would say something like, let's make sure we're ready to leave at 8 p.m. sharp, or I want to be on the road at 8 a.m. Both of these phrases make it clear that you don't want to be late. So, what are some things you could be doing on the weekend? Let's list out some fun activities. You and I like to go out to eat to our little Italian spot in New Jersey. My favorite time to go out to eat is in the spring and summer because I love sitting outside. When we go to this particular restaurant we like, we bring a nice bottle of wine, since this place is BYOB. Bring your own beverage, bottle, booze, beer. You get the point. 
Um, sometimes someone is playing the guitar on the sidewalk. And it's a wide sidewalk, so you can still get comfortable and do some people watching. Then the pasta dishes come out and I'm in heaven. Just relaxing, eating good food, and drinking good wine with great company. Yeah, and we laugh a lot too. We go there a lot, so we know the staff pretty well, and the owner too. He's a funny character because he always dresses like he's on his way to the gym. <laughs> yes, sneakers, a pair of basketball shorts, and a mismatched stained t-shirt. I've asked him once or twice, shouldn't you put on something more professional? But he says he doesn't want people to know he's the owner. Sure. Right. He's there every day and talks to everyone. But he's trying to keep his real identity a secret. You gotta love him. So what else can you plan to do on the weekend? Earlier, I mentioned going out to eat or drink because those are generally the easy social activities to do. If you're drinking, then you may go bar hopping and just go from bar to bar to bar. Another social activity is to go to your friend's house. Maybe it's your friend's birthday and that friend is throwing a party. Sometimes the party is at a special venue. Lots of times we end up at a wedding or a graduation party or a baby shower to celebrate the milestones in the lives of our loved ones. When not going out with friends, I like to go to a concert, a music festival, or go see a musical. In our family, we like to give experiences as gifts rather than things. So since our mom loves the opera, we usually end up going to the opera as her birthday or Christmas present. But maybe you're not looking to be around crowds of people. Maybe you like to do things alone or with one or two other people. I really like driving to the beach. Since we grew up in New Jersey, we drive down to the Jersey Shore a lot. I like going really early in the morning on a warm day, but not a hot day, so that I can park the car, then go for a walk on the boardwalk, and eat breakfast at a little cafe or diner right on the beach. Going hiking is really fun too. New York State, not New York City, has some good mountain ranges for hiking, so that's one of my favorite activities in the spring and summer. You get to be in nature, you get to clear your mind, and get some exercise too. After a hectic work week, I try to unplug from all electronics and unwind. If you're into running, maybe you could set a goal to run the marathon or half marathon one year and start training for that now. Or if you like group sports, maybe you could find a league to join. It would probably be pretty easy to make friends with those who have the same interests as you do. If you prefer to give back to your community, you could potentially look into volunteering. 
You may want to volunteer somewhere where you could spend time with animals or seniors or children, or maybe volunteer your time at a place where your skills could be very useful. Maybe you play the guitar really well and you'd like to teach guitar basics to children at the local library. Actually, that's a great idea. Something like that gives you a sense of purpose and can really make a difference in somebody's life. Right, and that makes you feel good. Another thing I enjoy doing is exploring different cities. Of course, most of us would love to fly to a different country every weekend, but that's not exactly realistic. What you can do instead is take a car ride or a train ride to another town or city near you. Just Google some ideas for a short trip, a short road trip nearby, and I'm sure you'll find a place that you haven't been to yet. I'm jealous of all of you living in Europe because you have all of these gorgeous historic sites to visit that will never get boring. Not only can you see these beautiful places in person, you can study them and read endless material about them. So there's always something new to learn. Just a quick side note, when I was growing up in Poland, the schools didn't offer history class until like the fourth or fifth grade. So when I was eight, nine years old, I remember looking forward to the day when I would finally be old enough to take history and learn about all the kings and queens and their over-the-top lives. Unfortunately for me, we moved, and I started the fourth grade in the States. So my history classes focused on Native Americans and the first U.S. presidents. Even though it's important to know about those people and things, it was all just super boring and disappointing to me. Now, every time I'm in Europe, I make sure to visit at least one castle to satisfy my inner child. Moving on. Visiting museums is a great way to spend a Saturday or a Sunday. If your town has museums that you've already been to, you can find out if they have any new exhibitions you'd want to check out. Of course, it's nice to see things more than once, too. There's something comforting about strolling through a big museum for me. Sometimes my main reason for going to a museum is to dine in its cafeteria. I don't know why. Maybe it's the calm, pretty setting, sometimes a nice view or a garden. But I do judge a museum by its cafeteria and food options. If you're a homebody, you enjoy staying home. Nothing wrong with that. Reading books, doing a jigsaw puzzle, studying, cooking, doing some organizing or cleaning are all great ways to decompress from a hectic week. If you want to be more productive at home, try tackling a DIY home project or a do-it-yourself home project. Maybe you've been meaning to paint the walls or put up new wallpaper. 
Redecorating is always fun. Making changes to your living space is a rewarding activity because you get to see the result of it every day. Sometimes when people ask me, What are you doing this weekend? I want to say, What am I doing? I just did lots of things for five days straight. I'm exhausted. I don't want to do anything. I want to relax. Whatever you do, make sure to get that RR. RR is a term or abbreviation that originated in the military and stands for rest and relaxation or rest and recuperation. Well, I hope this podcast allows you to unwind and rest your mind. And with this, we've come to the end of today's episode. Be well and have a good one. As always, if you have any questions, feel free to send me an email at viola at naturalneangielski.com. Thanks for listening. Until next time. 